This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. This is the show that pits facts against phony medicine. On today's show, the placebo effect. We like to turn our noses up at the placebo effect. Because the idea that someone can feel better from a pill that has no actual medicine in it, it sounds kind of ridiculous. Like, how is that possible? But years and years of scientific research has shown that the placebo effect really works. And it works for all kinds of people. People like... Oh, um, uh, my name is Linda. This is Linda Bonanno. When we interviewed Linda a few years ago, she told us about this condition she'd had for years, irritable bowel syndrome, and she said it was awful. To me, it was like your intestines twisting real tight, tight like a rubber band. Sometimes two days straight, I'm sick with it. Irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS, is really common. It's where you can get horrible stomach pains, diarrhoea or constipation, and it can be completely debilitating. With IBS, you never know when you're going to be sick. You could be okay one minute, and then all of a sudden, it just starts up. Linda tried everything. Pills, diets. Change this, change that. No, nothing, absolutely nothing was helping. But then one day, she saw an ad on the telly for an exciting new IBS study. And I says, well, you know, maybe I should, you know, call them up. Maybe they can help me out. So she called the number on the screen and got into this trial at Harvard Medical School in Boston where a doctor handed her a bottle of pills. It's just a capsule pill. It's got, like, the powder inside. Now, as you might have guessed, that powder, it's no cutting-edge medicine. It's a placebo. There's no active drugs in it at all. Linda goes home, she takes the pills, and for the first few days, nothing changes. And then the fourth day, that's when I realised my pain was all gone. I said, well, maybe it's just my imagination. I says, it'll come back tomorrow or the next day. Well, before you know it, it's seven days, it's 10 days, it's two weeks. I was in shock. I said, nah, this can't be. All of a sudden, there's absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm talking about gone, nothing, not one symptom at all. I'm waiting around for the pain to come back and nothing's coming back. And this is the wild effect that placebos can have. You take a pill with no actual medicine in it, but you feel the benefit anyway. Okay, so that alone is pretty strange. But what happened to Linda was even stranger. Because from the very start, when her doctor told her to take those capsules with white powder, he actually told her that this wasn't real medicine. He told me it was a placebo. It wasn't a medication. I thought, what? Linda was part of the first randomised control trial that told patients, we're giving you a placebo. This is basically a sugar pill. And it involved around 70 people who had had IBS for a while. It compared Linda's group, who were taking placebos and knew it, to those who just kept doing what they were doing. And on average, the people who were taking placebos had fewer symptoms than the other group. 
I said, this can't be. I'm sick for 10 years. I take placebo pills. And for three weeks, I have no problem whatsoever. That's shocking. Wow. It's like I, I can't make sense of any of it. I don't understand any of it. Today on the show, we're revisiting one of our most popular episodes to try to make sense of what happened to Linda. And we're going to dive deep into the world of placebo. So we called up the scientist behind this experiment right. okay, this will be fun. to find out more about the weird world of placebos. My, my name is uh, Ted Kapchuk. Ted is a professor of medicine at Harvard University, and he told us that when his study worked, he was shocked. He wasn't even sure how to describe it. It's, like, unbelievable. I didn't know what to write. I didn't know what words to put into the paper. I had no idea how to explain it. I, it was, I, it's still hard to believe He was so surprised because this experiment flew in the face of everything that scientists thought they knew about the placebo effect. And to fully understand why it's so surprising, we're going to leave Linda's story for now and take you back to a time before scientists were studying the placebo effect. Let's start our story about a century ago. So cue the flapper music. It's just after World War I. There's all these advances in technology and chemistry, and lots of new drugs are being doled out. Good advice. When your digestion is upset and you feel headachy and irritable, take Carter's Little Liver Pills. Grove's emulsified nose drops will surprise you with the way they look and act. Over the next few decades, we got all these wacky-sounding drugs, but also new medicines that seemed much more legit, like drugs for depression and new painkillers. And often patients were feeling better soon after taking them. But in this mix, some scientists started to wonder that maybe there were times when people were getting better, not because of anything inside these snazzy new drugs, but because of something else. Like, maybe it was a coincidence and these people were going to get better anyway. Or maybe it was the power of suggestion. Like, just having your doctor tell you, I'm giving you a brand new medicine, made you expect that you were going to get better. In other words... Expectation is a form of mind cures. Like, if you think you're going to get better, if you believe you're going to get better, if you expect to get better, you're going to get better if you take that pill. And by the 1950s, you start to see more and more scientists putting this idea about expectation to the ultimate test. They did a bunch of studies where they got a group of patients and gave them state-of-the-art medicine, while another group got a placebo, say, a sugar pill. And the scientists ultimately wanted to know, did the drugs win? If the medicine was better than a placebo in a randomised clinical trial, it was legitimate. If it wasn't, it was the dummy prize. It was bogus. It was fake. Quite a lot of medicines were getting the dummy prize back then. That is, placebos were working about as well as a bunch of drugs on the market, like tranquilizers and painkillers. And the fact that the placebo effect was so powerful triggered a reckoning. The FDA took notice, and in the 1960s, they brought in new rules to say that if drug companies now wanted to get a drug on the market, they had to show that it was better than a control like a placebo. And for decades, this is where placebos lived, in the land of clinical trials. And very few people were thinking that maybe placebos could be medicines in their own right. It's been ignored or maligned. It's been put into a, the dungeon of medicine. 
Only relatively recently have scientists like Ted freed the placebo effect from its dungeon to see how powerful it really is. And so we wanted to know, what have they found? Well, now we know that the placebo effect is not a panacea. Some things aren't really affected by it. Like, you can't kill an infection with a sugar pill. Here's Ted. Placebos don't cure malaria and don't shrink tumours. But they've also been finding that placebos really can help with a bunch of different things. Pain, dizziness, fatigue, anxiety, depression, nausea. Those kinds of symptoms, the placebo effect can be can mimic and often rival good drugs in randomized controlled trials. There are also studies showing that fake surgery for back or knee pain can relieve pain about as well as some real surgeries. That is, doctors have taken a bunch of people with painful knees, given them an anaesthetic, cut them open, basically twiddled their thumbs for a little, and sewed them back up. Then they compared their pain to a group of people who got real surgery. And... In those studies, the real procedure was no better than the placebo treatment. Wow. So they, so people can wake up and they have like a little scar, yeah, uh, yeah, but no, and, nothing's yes, actually going on. And um, it's really bizarre. The fact that fake medicine can do anything to help with these complicated conditions like knee pain or Linda's irritable bowel syndrome is really impressive. And it got scientists like Ted wondering, how is this working? Like, what on earth is happening in our bodies that we take placebos and feel different? And here's what they've found. When people take placebos, it can cause real biochemical changes in their body. We know that many times when people respond to placebo, the brain releases neurotransmitters like endorphins, dopamine, that actually change the experience of symptoms. So, for example, there are studies that find you can take a placebo painkiller and your brain can actually release endorphins, which are like the body's natural painkillers. And brain scans show that parts of the noggin that control pain flicker differently when someone's on a placebo. Producer Rose Rimler asked Ted about this. So your, your brain's pain control centers light up and your brain juices start flowing. That's a good way of saying it, and that's not technical, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It, it. They light up or sometimes dim down, but they, they change. They're engaged. There's also some evidence that these brain juices can have larger effects throughout our body. Like one study found that when people took placebo painkillers instead of opioids, it didn't just relieve pain, but could also lower their heart rate. So scientists are seeing all these cool changes in the body when people take placebos. And they figured that this was tied to expectation. Like, a doctor tells you, I'm going to give you pills that will make you feel better. And then you do. The assumption is that if you have a placebo effect, it's expectation. And other scientists we talked to agreed that expecting you're going to get better from a drug does seem to be an important part of how the placebo effect works. But several years ago, Ted and his team did some surveys of patients in placebo trials. And it turned out something weird. His team found that patients actually often didn't expect to get better. At first, he was like... What do you mean you don't expect to get better? All the patients that we interviewed said they didn't expect to get better because they'd been to to 10 doctors already. 
And the thing is, despite not expecting to get better when they took a placebo, some of them just did. So Ted wanted to see what would happen if patients didn't expect to get real medicine. Like if you just told patients outright, I'm giving you a placebo. Ted went to a mate of his who studies irritable bowel syndrome, and he said... I wanted to be totally honest, no deception, no concealment. And he looked at me and he said, Ted, this is the craziest thing you've ever told me. Let's do it. And all this led Ted to do that study with Linda, which, as we said, worked. On average, people who got placebo pills knowing they were fake felt better. Which is weird, right? Because Linda had taken lots of pills, like real medicine. So how did a placebo work better than them? How, how, why didn't, because she had been taking other medications and she... Oh, she took everything. Yeah, yeah. She took everything, so why wasn't she... I don't understand it. In our studies, we people come in with six bottles of pills. I'm taking this, 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 and this. So, Ted, why is this pill different than all the other pills they've taken? You know, I don't know either. And since Ted's trial, more and more studies are finding that when people are told they're given a placebo, it can still make them feel better. And not just for IBS, but other stuff, like migraines and even hay fever. Wait, so then how, so then how is the placebo working if it's not, I'm expecting to get better? You're asking questions that are at the cutting edge. I think that the placebo effect works on it automatically, right? You don't have to think you're going to get better. You don't have to believe you're going to get better. You don't have to expect you're going to get better. In Romeo and Juliet, if you watch it for the 10th time, but it's a good performance, you start to cry. Your, your hair goes up. It's automatic. It's what you feel and what your body f- enacts. That is crazy. It's totally crazy. If you enjoyed this mini episode of Science Versus, then you've got to head over to our full feed. It's where we have these beautiful episodes about all kinds of sciencey things. Just search for Science Versus, that's Science VS in Spotify, and you can learn all about ASMR, you know, that weird thing on the internet where people whisper and they feel really good or terrible. We had lots of feedback that people thought it was awful. Stop doing it. If you're not into that, there's an awesome episode on processed food and whether it's killing us or not. And it has actually changed how I feed myself. So go check it out. Science versus. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Fact you next time.